Okay, we're at the top of Yudalov and Aleph. We're, uh, we're talking about trying to understand what exactly the, uh, the, the Brightos are talking about here in terms of like leaving out information, not leaving out information, what things sort of are, uh, are uh, le- you know, like left out from the mitten of the Brighta and so it's meant to be included and the different elements, the different types of, the, the different types of uh, fasties we're talking about. So I think we're at Amaravashi here. So Amaravashi, Matzniti Namidaika. You can, if you look in our Mishnah, we can we can infer from the specific language here uh, some important conclusions here. Tikatani ma'eli yoterod alarishonot. What we said, what is the advantage of these, or, or what extra things that these last fast days have over the earlier fast days? Elashabeilu matriin, and these ones we. I will say we'll say both the shofar, but we'll discuss that more today. Actually, and we lock up those stores. But um, but but everything else apparently says I think Ravashi is saying everything seems to be the same. So any attempt that we've been trying to make to make distinctions between these different things, how many like how many brachot in the essay really, which is what we're talking about, right? Twenty four, eighteen, nineteen, right? What do we say? And ultimately, it's where we say anenu, right? That's the individual saying anenu. So any of the, uh, those things are sort of like glossed over in the Mishnah, and therefore the implication would be that they're all the same. So the, right, the bracha would all be the same. And we have, remember we said we haven't seen any discussion yet about bracha being added in the, in the Amidah, but we'll get to that. Now, and if you say the same should be true here, therefore, Tan of Ashir, and we say here, but you're leaving things out, you say, well, you can't say Tan of Ashir. You know why you can't say Tan of Ashir? Because, because in our Mishnah it says, right? What do these have that are you know, like additional over the original ones? And apparently the Gemara is saying that, like, what are these, like, what are the, how are these different, is a more, let's say, a precise language, right? So even though we said that when you have a list of things, the Mishnah or Brayta may leave things out, and we could say a line, quote unquote, Tana Vashir, they taught it, but they left something out. Apparently, the interesting thing is that the words Ma'elu don't really allow for that. Okay, and it means to include everything. And therefore, if we only make the distinction in our Mishnah about shofar blowing and, and locking up stores, that would indicate that there's no difference in terms of the number of tfilot in the Amidah, uh, brachot, excuse me, in the Amidah. And again, that will influence, therefore, what we, uh, what we have our, our individual who's fasting do with his anin. So Gemara says, oh, well, not so fast. The Tizbara, does that really make sense? Ma'elu dafka who? But I, wait, is it true that Ma'elu is really dafka? Dafka means it's very, it's very like, specific, and it means exactly what it says. But as we just indicated before, what was le- there is something left out in our Mishnah, and that is the idea of the Arun Kodesh being brought out to the streets. So where was that being mentioned? That's true. In the later, in the later fast days, we do that. Early fast days, we clearly do not do that. We know that we'll, we'll get to that point. So Gemara says, well, Ibishum Teva Lav Now, if it's because of the Teva that we bring up the Aron, that's not considered to be leaving something out. Why? Bishum Because that's going to be mentioned in another parak. And they're going to get to the point of the Teva later. So just because one Mishnah leaves it out, man, Mishnahs are a whole. Mishnahs, are, they, you can be viewed as a unit. You know, like the, the specific you know, breakups between individual Mishnayot is a little bit arbitrary in a certain sense, but really we view it as a whole thing. So that wouldn't count. Okay. Anyhow, so we haven't really concluded that much at all. We just keep going back and forth. Possibly, possibly that, possibly this, possibly that. So Gemara says, Well, once you're saying that, the Gemara says, that, that the Teva can be left out, then you can also leave out the 24. Because that's also going to be taught in, the other, in another parak. Meaning, right, like, meaning, once you're trying to say, like, oh, this is very particular and it's including everything, oh, but it left out Teva. No, because Teva was in another parak. But the Bracha were also in another parak. So now we're really at a loss. The Gemara says, finally, you know what? 
my Havila. Like, okay, just you know, let's go bottom line. Okay, we have, we have points on this side, points on this side. It's got to the point where no more proofs. The proofs weren't working. What's the halacha? So, Amar of Shmuel Bar Sasartai, Amar of Chia Bar Ashi, Amar Rav, Ben Goel Rofe. Okay, the individual should say his Anenu and the individual fast day, and that between the brachot of Goel and Rofe, and again, it will be like an extra bracha for him. Okay, and going to that's the macho again. Okay, so that's the conclusion. Okay, after all the proofs, at a certain point you just have to make a decision, and that's what we conclude it's the Shemir Tfila. Yofi. Okay. Now, Tani Chada, one opinion in the Bright Tatat, Ubarot Umenikot, Mitanot Barisho Note, Vein Mitanot Bachronot. That uh, women who are pregnant or nursing, so what are they supposed to do when it comes to the fast days? Those are always a category of person, pregnant and nursing, that are relevant to like, every fast. It's always discussed. Okay? So one bright that says they fast the earlier fast days, not the later fast days. Another bright that says exactly the opposite. They fast the later fast days and not the earlier fast days. And another bright that says, They don't fast at all. Not the earlier ones or the later ones. So, okay, so that's as much contradiction based as you can possibly imagine. So Amar Ravashi, Nakot em sayata biyatcha, demitartun kulu. Ravashi says, take the middle ones in your hand, because that resolves everything. What does that mean? Okay, what it means to say is, remember we have, uh, we said earlier and late, but the truth is earlier and late doesn't really satisfy, because we had three groups of fasts. We had the first three, the, the next three, and then the seven. So, what he's, so essentially what he, Ravashi is saying is, let's view everything based on the middle. Okay, so when the one bright that says, uh, so now, now we'll cover everything. Why? Because when the bright that says they fast the earlier ones, not the later ones, they'll say, yeah, the earlier ones means the first three, the most lenient fast. The later ones in this context means the middle ones. Okay, the middle ones. Because relative to the first one, it's, uh, it's later. And then the second bright which says they fast the last ones, not the early ones, that means, uh, uh, right? Um, oh, shoot, wait, what was that one? I missed that one. One second. Uh, oh, sorry, no, no, I messed it up. I messed up. When we say that they fast the first ones, not the last ones, we mean they fast the middle ones and not the, not the third one. Then when we say they fast the last ones, not the first ones, we mean they fast the middle ones and not the first ones. And we say they don't fast uh, the first or the second, we mean they don't fast the middle or the third. That makes sense? So it's all depends on your perspective. In the end, the conclusion is you fa- they fast the first ones, but not the second two. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do, right? Otherwise, I mean, that's better than what we were left with before, which is total contradiction and no solution at all. Okay. Okay, so what's the difference between these last fast days and the earlier ones is that you have trua uh, and you have uh, um, closing the uh, source. Kumar says, my matruin. What are they blowing? What, what are they, what's going on there? What's the. the, the, the so, Rav Yehuda Amar B'Shoforot. Rav Yehuda says, simply B'Shoforot. Now, you might think the next opinion is going to argue would say something like trumpets. But look at this as his wild answer. Rav Yehuda Bre de Rav Shmuel Bar Shelet Mishmei de Rav Amar so matri'im means like you're calling out, but are you calling out with a shofar? Or are you calling out with a tefillah of anena? That's the machogah. Because it would occur to you to say, but our, our initial impression would be that these are mutually exclusive. Either they call it with Shofarot, or they call it with Anenu, and, 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 uh, and, not, and never the twain shall mix. Okay? Uh, but we had Tanya, but we learned that the Brighta, but we have no fewer than seven Taniyot on the Tibur, where they have 18 quote unquote Hatraot. And the, and the symbol is the sign for that is Yericho. 
Okay, now when you say Yericho is the sign, the Yericho Shofarot Taba. Yericho is obviously Shofarot, because that's what B'nai Yisrael did. They marched around Yericho and they blew the Shofar. So the Gemara says, And that would be, if that were the case, that would be a knockout for the opinion that says it's Anenu. So Allah would rather would say, no, take away our initial assumption, because they said basically if you go down that path, we're going to knock out one of the opinions, and it doesn't work so well to knock out one of the opinions, I guess we prefer not to do that, because even though they don't have to be beholden to every bright nonetheless. So we say like this, Allah would say like this, Everyone agrees, Literally, everyone doesn't disagree. Everyone agrees that we call shofarot hatra'a. That's like blowing the shofar. But the argument is about anenu. Marsavar karila hatra'a. One opinion says that we call anenu like a calling out. Marsavar lo karila hatra'a. And one opinion says, no, we don't call it calling out. So according to the opinion, it says that we do hatra'a with anenu, koshigem b'shofarot. Although more so, that we also blow the shofar. Okay? And then according to the opinion that says Bishofa wrote, then you wouldn't do Anenu. Okay? So that's what we're saying essentially right now, is that if you say uh, the Hatra'a is uh, Shofa wrote, then also, uh, then that's only Shofa wrote. If you say Anenu, it means they do Anenu in addition to the Shofa uh, the Gemara says, "Ve'atanya," but then we learn in the Brayta, "Ushar kominei poramiyote midrashot." It says in this Brayta, talking about like, how we respond to tragedy whenever these uh, difficulties that like, occur. Chikuch, chagab, zuvuv, vitzirav, yitushin, v'shirot nechashim v'akravim. Chikuch is something like scabs, I think. Chagab is locusts, zuvuv is flies, v'shirav I think is uh, hornets, yitushin is uh, mosquitoes. Shirot nechashim v'akravim means we have to get rid of snakes and scorpions. What would they do in those? Situations like they have an like, infestation of like these uh, uh, either very dangerous or slightly dangerous uh, things. They wouldn't be matria, quote unquote, which probably sounds like shofar. Rather, they call out, they scream out. Now, if that's the case, we did from the fact that is clearly with your mouth, right? That would be much more like tefillah. So then shofarot. Then you see from there clearly that hatra'a, which is in contrast to that, would be shofarot. So, so again, so based on what we were saying until now, we wanted to say that shofarot people would include the uh, would not include the anenu, but the anenu people would include shofarot. Not so clear because maybe we have to make more clear distinctions because it sounds like hatra'a, according to this other brayta, is only shofarot. It's only shofarot. This is actually a machloket tanaim. Titania, as it teaches us in bright as follows, al elu matriin bishabbat. For the following circumstances, you can be matria on Shabbat. Al irshi kifua gayas on nahar bayam. Okay, the different situations are if you have a city who's being surrounded by some foreign troops, or you have a river that's about to uh, overflow, or you have a, a boat that is like having a lot of trouble in the sea, and like the people at home, you know, who have relatives on the boat, they're very nervous. Rabbi Yosi Omer Ezra. Rabbi Yosef says, you can't do the Hatra'ah uh, for Tzaka, only for Ezra, only for helping. Okay, Rashi says, so Akim li Adam Ezra. You can call people to help out. But Velo le Rashi says, Tfilah. You don't, you don't, at that point, you don't do Tfilah. Okay? Um, it's interesting, Rashi, he says, in the second to last slide, he says, Tfilah, She'in anu bituchin kokach she'to'il tfilatino litzokal him be'shabbat. We don't trust our Tfilah that much that we would do Tfilah like that on Shabbat. Because that would be like a violation of Shabbat to engage in that type of Tfilah. We don't like to do that. Amat se'aka peh kari hatra'ah. Okay, so we can see from here is that calling out of the mouth is called, quote-unquote, hatra'ah. 
And that's what Gemara says. Bimai, what are you calling out for? Ilema b'shofarot, b'shavrot b'shabat mishari. If you say it's going to be shofarot, we're going to allow the shofarot in the Shabbos. Elalah be'anenu b'kari lahatra'ah. So rather that's anenu, and we call it hatra'ah. Okay, and that's what the other brides are telling us. Shema minah. So in fact, that's what we conclude that the uh, the hatra'ah, in fact, is. Uh, Anenu, which I think tells us again that that means that we basically would do uh, both things. Okay, we will stop there and continue Be'er on Sunday.